Let's pick up our Bibles before we're seated tonight. I want to get into the Word. Just a, a quick, uh, simple word of, uh, to encourage you before we uh, eat together and have fun together. Let's say this together. Say, Heavenly Father, I celebrate Jesus. You're the reason we're here, Jesus. And we're so glad you came the first time. And we recognize you're coming the second time. We give you our hearts tonight. We thank you for all you're doing in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. If you brought your Bible, some of you didn't, and that's all right. We're just going to keep it simple tonight. But I want to read some excerpts out of the, the Christmas story. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but Luke chapter 1. Most of the verses, in fact, all the verses I'll be looking at, there's one out of Matthew, but let's look at Luke chapter 1. We're going to start <clears throat> with John the Baptist's parents, Zechariah and Elizabeth, verse uh, 5. Luke 1, 5. There was in the days of Herod the king of Judea a certain priest named Zechariah of the course of Abia, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth, and they were both righteous before God walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. And they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. And then, so there came the angel to appear to Zacharias as he was doing his priestly duties, and in verse 13, it says, The angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. I want you to take note of that. Thy prayer is heard. And thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. All right, then we'll skip down to verse 26. And uh, that same angel that appeared to Zacharias to tell him about his uh, baby boy that was on the way. Verse 26, and in the sixth month, so uh, Elizabeth was six months along, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin, a spouse to a man, or betrothed, in other words, an arranged marriage, to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David and the virgin's name was Mary. And uh, the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that are highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And then said Mary, verse 34, unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing that I am not married? And verse 35, the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she also hath conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. She was called barren. 
And, and uh, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. And I just wanted to focus in on uh, these four people. Uh, and, uh, and just the title of the message is simply, It Pays to Serve God. <laughs> I said it pays to serve God. Many, many wonderful lessons, wonderful principles that we see in the Christmas story. But I wanted to focus uh, on these tonight, especially with our young people in the, in the, in the room. You know, God said with God, with God, or the angel said about God, with God nothing shall be impossible. You know, Jesus said that two different times. And then another time he said a different version of it. All things are possible. With God all things are possible. I mean, we need to realize that God is mighty. And he can change things. And so when I'm looking at uh, Zacharias and Elizabeth, they served God. They were righteous before God. They were blameless in all the law. That wasn't easy to do. They lived in a, in a, in a time kind of like our time when most of Israel was backslid. Most of Israel was far from God. And yet in the midst of that, they honored God. They served God. And God heard their prayer, even though it looked like for a while that he hadn't heard their prayer. I mean, because she was old. She was, uh, she was past childbearing bearing age, but with God, nothing shall be impossible. Don't give up on your prayers. I mean, you know, this is our greatest year yet. Some of us have had breakthroughs. Maybe some of us are still waiting. Don't give up. Just serve God. You remember this morning when I was sharing out of Hebrews chapter 12, and I mentioned a verse, and that's another reason why I'm kind of followed up with this message tonight. And uh, we saw this, that we should serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. We live in a time when lots of people don't serve God. Even good church-going people, about their idea of serving God is just going to church. But in between, there's not much fruit. There's not much in the way of honor toward God. And so now's the time that we need to step up. It pays to serve God. Barrenness turned into a baby. <laughs> Praise God. Maybe you feel a little barren in your, in your prayer life. Listen, I tell you, just keep serving God. God is going to come through for you. And not just any baby, but, the, but a great prophet. And, and when Jesus bragged on him later in life, he called him the greatest man that ever was born of a woman. But yet he said, those that are at least in the kingdom of God are greater than he. So that tells you what he thinks about the church. Amen. And so now we'll turn our attention uh, upon Mary. Now, Mary was a young teenage girl. And it says that she was uh, betrothed to a young man named Joseph. And uh, that typically happened. This was normal for young Jewish girls. They, they had arranged marriages. The only difference between her and most other marriages is that I believe the Holy Ghost arranged her marriage. I mean, just look how God got into this family. First of all, her cousin, which was very, very important, that lineage was important, you know, to prepare the way for Jesus, John the Baptist. And then, you know, her, her lineage, you know, uh, she was betrothed to a man who, Joseph, who was of the lineage of David. It was the house of David. That had to happen so that the Messiah would be the son of David. And so God was not um, 
random. God selected these people. And I believe God has selected us to live in the, some of the most critical times in, in, in history, the history of the church. He selected. You could have lived any time. God could have had you live any time. I don't believe God is ever random. I believe we're here with a very, very specific purpose, as was they. And, uh, but this young girl, probably about the age of 12, she began to get prepared to be the wife of Joseph. And that meant that she had to be separated and cleansed, and she had very strict uh, preparation. There was absolutely no contact between her and Joseph. There was nothing uh, untoward going on between them. They were, they were apart. And she was just being uh, purified and prepared and taught. And, uh, you know, we know from other writings, not the Bible, but other writings, who she was. She was this, the daughter of one of the scroll, keepers of the scroll in the synagogue. So she spent her early days around church, if you will, around the synagogue. And her father was a man of the word. He kept the scrolls, I mean the Bible, the, the manuscripts. He, he kept them. And so have you ever read Psalm 119? You know, Psalm 119 is really Jesus talking about himself. And where did he get that idea? On Mary's knee, Mary taught him who he was because why? She had a revelation from the angel Gabriel who he was and she got that revelation out of the word of God which her parents in turn gave her. So they were people of the word. God was not random. He didn't just find a girl over here. Oh yeah, she looks like a likely. No, I'm telling you it pays to serve God. It pays. Amen. It doesn't cost. It, sometimes it seems like it costs to serve God. Sometimes it'll cost you friends. Sometimes it'll cost you relationships. But you know what? It pays to serve God. And payday doesn't come on Friday. It doesn't come at the 15th and the 30th, but payday always comes. Amen? Amen. And so notice then, here she is, this little pure teenager, probably about 15. You're not, she's not, you know, she knows it's time to get married. They got married early in those days. And uh, so about 15, 16, she's going to be his wife. And, and, uh, and so the angel appears to her and says, oh, there's a different plan. And you're going to have a baby, and that baby is going to be from the Holy Ghost. She didn't doubt. She said, how? That's all she said. She didn't doubt it. But then when, when the angel told her how, he said, you know, be it unto me according to the, according to the word. He said she, she, she yielded herself. Now think of the implications of that. Here's a young teenage girl unmarried and she's found with child. Let's go back to Matthew. I want you to see how much it pays to serve God. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph. In other words, betrothed. In other words, she was going to have an arranged marriage. Her parents had gotten with the parents of Joseph, and they had struck a bargain. And I believe all of it was by the Spirit of God. And so when, when that was the case, before they were married, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. 
She turns up pregnant. Now, you know, in the natural, I mean, who is going to believe this child? Who's going to believe her story? And so Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example. So notice his reason for wanting to end the engagement. He was willing to let her off the hook of the arranged marriage because she was pregnant and he did not want to expose her to evil. He did not want to humiliate her in public. Look at the kind of man Joseph was. Doesn't say he was jealous. Doesn't say he was angry. It says he wanted to, he wanted to protect her. Are you with me now? Oh, glory to God. It pays to serve God. And so... He was not willing to make her a public example, and he was minded to put her away quickly. But while he thought on these things, thank God he didn't act quickly. Thank God he thought about it. Pretty heavy decision for a young, young couple. These are teenagers making these kind of decisions. While he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord. When you take the angels out of the of the birth of Jesus, I mean, you, you take a lot of the supernatural out. I mean, angels were appearing to people. But the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Wow. Now he's a man of the word. He knows the Bible. And he knows that the angels talk about the Messiah. Just think about how momentous. There came a time in history, they'd been looking for the Messiah for a long time. And now you mean to tell me my wife is going to bring forth the Messiah and I'm going to be his earthly dad? I'm going to be his earthly, not his biological dad, but his earthly dad? Wow. There's nothing impossible with God. Are you with me now? Praise God. It pays to serve God. So Jesus is coming again. And if his, if his birth and everything that happened to his, uh, about the story of his being born the first time was wrapped up in angelic visitations. I mean, you know, or later on, I mean, the angels appeared to the shepherds. The angels, uh, you know, that they let the wise men know that Jesus was being born. I mean, God didn't keep it a secret. He didn't even keep it a secret from Herod, and Herod wanted to kill him. But God, God went around Herod and didn't allow it. Are you with me now? So I believe it the same way that we're going to see a lot of evidence when Jesus comes again. And I believe what we're seeing, a lot of what we're seeing, the difficulty are the birth pangs of the coming of the Lord. I believe that he's coming soon. So my message tonight, quite simple, is it pays to serve God. Let's be people of integrity. Let's be people of our word. Let's cling to the word. Let's cling to the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and, and let's... Serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Amen. It pays to serve God. Come on, lift your hands and receive the word tonight.